and I just turned around so he was facing the other way and then kicked him off the cliff. Welcome to the Rock Paper Shotgun Electronic Wireless Show. It is episode 59, I think, uh, on the 3rd of October. And I'm joined by Alice Bale. Hello! And I'm Brendan Caldwell. It's just the two of us this week. We can't we can't be bothered to have anybody else on. No, they're all rubbish. <laughs> no, we've been playing all the games anyway. Yeah. They haven't been doing anything. It's true, actually, yeah. They've been doing nothing. We carry this website, Brendan. We do. God. <laughs> it's, it's, it's amazing what just having one other person reinforcing your own beliefs will do for <laughs> your confidence. Cool. We, what, what have we been playing? You've been playing. I know what you've been playing. Yeah. Do, we, do you want to save it for later? Well, we're going to talk about it later. You've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll talk maybe more about it when we talk about our games, but it's led us to the theme of this podcast, which is the best kicks in games. <laughs> yeah, so I wrote uh, an article about. It was mostly about the kicking, because you can get an ability in Assassin's Creed Odyssey called the Sparta Kick, because you are a Spartan. And uh, (laughs) you basically just launch anything you kick about 10 feet, and that applies to both men and women and animals. And it's just really funny, like, punting a deer across a field. (laughs) I think it was the first article. Most websites might have a like, oh, here's some early impressions of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but not RPS. No, our first article was about, was almost solely devoted to the majesty of the kick. Yeah, well, listen, it was an early impressions article because my early impression of the game is that the kick is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. And you can like, you can kick lads off cliffs and that if you're on a boat, you can kick a lad into the sea and then he'll get et by a shark. Uh, I was, there was a, a sign of a cinematic where a guy came up to me on the top of a cliff and he was, he was a hard, he was, it was like a mini boss fight basically. And he was like, I'm going to fight you now. And I said out loud, cause it was nearly home time. Oh, I don't have time for this. Cause I had to leave to get the train. And then I was like, wait a minute. I absolutely have time for this. And I just turned around so he was facing the other way and then kicked him off the cliff. <laughs> it almost sounds like it doesn't need any other moves. 
No, it's very, it's OP. The kick is OP, <laughs> as the kids say. It was brilliant. And he went flying. They go, they do, it's like, you know, in Skyrim when the physics went a bit wrong. It's, yeah. It looks a little bit like that, but it's, but it's not a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Kicks were not a mistake. It's brilliant. And it's really well animated as well. It's the, it feels, I wrote that it's not actually in slow motion. It just feels like it is. And also once you, if you, it like, once you're aimed at someone and you're like, oh, I want to kick that person, you will perform the kick from quite a distance because you're like Alexios or Cassandra. But probably Cassandra. If you're playing as Alexios, I'm sorry, but you're probably boring. Um, <laughs> like, Cassandra will do like a leap. She'll like jump and then do the kick. It's amazing. She could, she should do like the Olympics. She should represent Greece in the acrobatics. And <laughs> the kick. Uh, yeah, yeah. The 100 meter kick. Yeah, yeah. And then if she gets a bad score, she kick the judges. Just kick Just them one right by out of the stadium. One. Yeah, boof. Just going up and inspecting. Oh, this is only a seven, and just booting them through the seven until yeah, the exactly. other judges give tens. Yeah, exactly. Who who thinks my who thinks my kick is bad now? No one. <laughs> um. So this has led us to think about what other kicks in games are good. I've got a few written down, but what what else have you? What what else matches the the gloriousness of Cassandra's boot? <laughs> well, I I mean I hate to be obvious, but uh, Chun Li in Street Fighter, she's mm. got hell of a kick on her. Yeah, she's almost got like too many kicks. She's got loads. She's I can't just... remember the names of all of them. A kick but... machine. Yeah, so many. Have you seen the Street Fighter film, by the way? Uh, I have, sadly, yeah. We mean sadly. It's amazing. <laughs> no, it's only amazing if you put it on in black and white and then all the cinematography becomes brilliant. I've not seen the black and white version. Well, you should look that up. I will, immediately. But no, I, like... She's got a hell of a kick on her. And she's got... I like... I think other people like it about her as well, but she's not got, like, tiny legs. She's got big, like, powerful... Like big, like bicycle thighs, muscly bicycle thighs. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I. Not only is the kick good, but it's believable. You know, there's some realism in there. I believe that she could, you know, just kick someone to death. You believe that if she, in real life, if a real life Chunli went up against Zangief, those mm. thighs would absolutely match his arms. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> I was going to say as well, um, Tekken has a lot of good kicks. And, That's uh, true. And it has a lot of good hoofs. Uh, <laughs> the, the character I love the most, Miguel, who's just a untrained, uncouth Spanish man who likes to fight for no other reason than he likes to fight. <laughs> uh, he has some excellent kicks. He kind of He kind of puts his weight into it as if he's unbalanced and like slightly drunk he's not all the way drunk it's not like drunken boxing or anything like that mm. but he he just kind of puts his boot in it's imagine if have you ever lost some uh have you ever lost some money in a vending machine yes or put money in a vending machine got a chocolate bar but it's got stuck 
against yes. the glass. Yeah, yeah. And you oh, thought, yeah. do you know what? I'm going to have to take a running kick to this. Okay. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> what? No, you've never done that. <laughs> well, I mean, I've done the first bit, but my I my reaction is to like wobble it a bit or bang the glass. I've no, never thought. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you go for the wobble, you go for the 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 thud, but often that's not enough. You have to put the boat in. I've never thought I'm gonna have to run and kick this vending machine. Right. Well, this is something I've done on multiple occasions. <laughs> <laughs> but the the kick. What I'm getting at is that the kick in Tekken, the Miguel's kick in Tekken, reminds me of that exact posture and that exact process. You're basically kicking a chocolate bar out of someone's belly. Hmm. <laughs> can't, can't believe you've never booted a vending machine before Re- commenters listeners please tell us if you've kicked a vending machine before am i the weird one well i have i I've, I've probably like like maybe like done a standing like just kind of booted it but i've never done a running kick at a vending machine <laughs> well sometimes you have to get force behind it <laughs> otherwise you don't get two chocolate bars do you <laughs> do you do you check that like no one's watching first? Because I feel yeah, yeah. You, have, you have to make sure. I mean, it's not. I mean, I understand that it's not socially appropriate. Appro- I was gonna say, so, so you know, it's not usual behavior. <laughs> no, I know it's probably vandalism. But I mean, they stole my money, so true. You know, give me my boost bar, will you? Oh, boost bar, controversial. Oh, of all the things I've just talked about, not booting, <laughs> not booting the vending machine is controversial, but now the boost bar is too. Well, listen, uh, I think it's a controversial choice, but maybe the listeners will disagree. Okay, look, video games. All right, what else? Oh, yeah, has sorry. A good kick? So this is my maybe a bit cheaty because it's actually something that I played really recently and isn't out yet. Um, but there's a bit in Disco Elysium because um, I played the show build, the most recent show build at EGX. And there's a bit in it where you have to get into a dockyard and there are a bunch of different ways you can do it, right? But I was being a fighty person, a physical detective, because Disco Elysium is a a detective RPG and you can be different kinds of detective in it. Mm -hmm. So I was being a kind of meathead, for want of a better term. And uh, you come up against this giant man who speaks in capital letters and is yelling and he's guarding the entrance to the docks, basically. Uh, and one of the ways you can get in is because I was a physical character. I was just standing listening to him and then my thoughts went, you can punch him. He's not expecting it. So I punched him and it was like, right, he's on the back foot. You've got to do something now. And then my options were like punch him again or uh, step backwards and do a flying like 360 degree spinning kick. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, and then I was like, okay, I'm not going to, that's going to go badly. I will punch him. And the game was like, you sure? Yeah, it's probably really bad. Like, don't do the spinning kick. You're like 50 years old and an alcoholic, for Christ's sakes. So I punched him. It didn't work. Um, but uh, I got lucky with the rolls on on the, the options because it's RPG. It does like probability dice rolls because all the, the writers and the designers all really love Dungeons and Dragons and they're all like snobby about like, uh, I was talking to them and I was like, oh yeah, I play D&D. And they were like, oh, what rules? I'm really snobby about it. What rules do you play? And I was like, oh, you're, you're a 2.5 to 3.5 man. I am. Because the only people that get snippy about which rules you play in Dungeons and Dragons are the lads that really like the old school rules. 
Um, Dice rollers. Yeah, I know, man. Uh, so I got, I, I tried, I punched him again. I surprised him again. It worked. It was a difficult roll, but I got it to work twice in a row. And then I was like, right, I'm going to do the spinning kick. And it's really good because you like step back a bit and then like run in and then do like a Bruce Lee kind of spinning kick that connects with his head. Because your character is like a kind of paunchy, like dad bod plus alcoholic hungover <laughs> 50 year old dude in like 70s disco like flares and and crocodile skin shoes like the animation on it is really good because it looks really awkward and, <laughs> and it's just this dude like with a beer belly kind of doing a spinning kick and thinking he's really cool but uh yeah that ended well that ended up working um and I liked that, A, the kick was really funny to watch. And B, also the game, like your thoughts in the game were like, don't do the spinning kick, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly a bad idea. Don't do it, mate. Sometimes when a kick is funny to watch, that's all it really you really need. There's a kick mm. in, um, I think it's Yakuza 0. There's one cutscene that sees uh, your main character walking into an office or a room. And he doesn't walk in like a normal person would walk in. He boots the door open. Um, it just so happens that there's a henchman kind of standing right by the door when he boots the door. So the henchman just ragdolls to one side in the most forceful, hilarious way. Um, and your character just waltzes in after the kick. There's a wonderful, like, there's a wonderful gif people use of it. And I'll link to it because it's you could just watch it for days and days. The way he steps into the room after having put his foot through this door, <laughs> it's so graceful. It's almost like you would respect any man and you would almost immediately forget that he just kicked a human across the room because he's <laughs> delivered himself into the room with such poise. I've seen that, and there are there are two versions of it, right? Because it got remastered, yeah. and and it's hard to decide which is funnier. <laughs> because, like in the original one, it's it's a bit, it it's kind of a bit like the animations are a little bit stiffer, but that sort of makes it even funnier because he goes from like <laughs> kick to then just like regular walking with no, there's no like bend in his back. There's no change in his like posture or anything. He just like kind of <laughs> does it like smash the door, and then the guy rag like just flies across the room. But then the the, the HD version is also extremely funny because there's like better ragdolling and like. But it's the way the man, the henchman, is posed in front of the door in almost a like. If you look at it, he's almost just waiting. He's like bracing himself to be kicked. He's got his like leg. He's got his legs apart. He's got his arms like kind of out to to the side, as if he's holding himself in a way that he's. It's almost as if that that character model has been put there and knows. Oh, this is the bit where I get kicked. Yeah, yeah. Like and, for the HD version as well, he's like, "This was really, this was a really big moment in the original. Yeah. I've got to get. Come on, Dave. This is your moment." Like, and and yet he is not prepared for the force of the kick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll definitely link to that 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 footage because it's it's glorious to watch. What else has a good kick? 
Dying Light has a very good kick. Oh yeah? The zombie the zombie survival rooftop parkour game it has mm. a really satisfying kick. You just kind of it's it's a very like old fashioned kind of return to Castle Wolfenstein or Duke Nukem kick where you just kind of put your boot out. Um but because the zombies ragdoll quite well and their individual <laughs> body parts react to whatever is being like to where you kick them. Um you just kick them in the legs and their legs come out from under them and they fall down face plant the ground. <laughs> or you kick them off roofs and there's lots of stuff to kick them into. That's very important, I think. There's lots of spikes and pits oh, yeah. and f- and barrels, f- you know, flaming barrels that you can boot them into and they go on fire. I think that's <laughs> that's the ingredients for a good kick. Good ragdoll physics. Yeah. Somewhere for the body to go flying or something for it to go flying into. And then, you know, the, like the heft and impact of the kick itself. It's got yeah, to be yeah. good. To emphasize the, the strength of the kick. Because I don't, I was never a fan of, of the kind of Duke Nukem, like Wolf and, like Castle Wolfenstein era kicking. Because I, I don't like a kick where you just see your foot. I want to see a bit of the, I want to <laughs> see, I wanna, well, I want to see like the leg and the, I want to see the foot, the, the kick action, you know. I don't want to see some of the physics of it. I want to feel like, like effort is being put in. Oh, that's another thing you can do in dying. Like, yeah, you can put way more effort, and you can run. And when you do the kick, then you do a jumping kick, and you do you do a drop kick, basically. Um, and it's so forceful and mighty that your your body, like, you land on the ground afterwards as if you really would after doing a drop kick. Like oh, that's cool. you, you floored yourself just to do this amazing kick, but it sends people meters and meters and meters away. <laughs> it's excellent, but yeah, it's not just like a little foot coming out. It's like the whole leg comes out. Your body shakes. Their body goes flying. There's a lot of weight. Yeah. See, I I like that. I approve of that. I, I did good. like the kick in Return to Castle Wolfenstein. I think it's Return to Castle Wolfenstein because it's really good for opening doors. Think you just... Oh, that's true. I hadn't considered, you know, other possible uses for a kick. <laughs> because a lot of the time, yeah, when you kick the enemies in those old games, they don't react in a way that's particularly, like, different. It's not different from if they just got hurt by anything else. But when you boot them, when you boot a door, that feels good. I wonder if, are there any games where someone does the, like, the proper, like, chop kick? You know, like in, um... Uh, office space where they're attacking the printer. Oh, what like a big like heel, like yeah. heel down kick. Yeah, like the know. heel down. There's probably a technical term for that, but I'd love that to be a move in a game where you just Miguel, like boosh. Miguel does that in um in Tekken as well. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's got a he's got a, a heel he can put in when when someone's on the ground. He kind of he doesn't quite jump off the ground like the person does in um. In uh, office space, but he does really put the heel in. It's a real stamp. <laughs> I wish he jumped off the grind now, because it looks clumsier. Yeah, Miguel's the boy. It sounds like he's a complete rube. Not a rube. What's the <laughs> word? Not a rube. Um, just an angry hooligan. He's a hooligan. That's an angry hooligan. Of. Yeah. I know some people are going to say, we've, when we've asked in the comments, I know some people are going to say Dark Messiah, Might and Magic, so I feel like I have to mention it, but I've never played it, so I don't know what the kick is like in that. 
Well, I, where, the comments on my Assassin's Creed piece said it sounds very much like that kick. But I have not played it either. But having seen now GIFs of the kick in that, I can confirm that kick looks very good. It's first person view again, but you just like punt orcs in the chest and they go flying. Like, That's pretty good. I'm into that. Yeah, I feel like Dying Light maybe owes a lot to, to that kick. Mm. Uh, what else have I got written down here? Oh, Piku Niku, which is the um, really colourful puzzle platformer game. It's not out yet, oh, but yeah. I play it a bit at Gamescom. And all the characters in that, are they're kind of like Mr. Man characters, except that they've all got no arms. So kicking is basically their language. Um, it's very <laughs> cute. It's very cute. And you, you, you interact with everything by kicking it. Like almost everything, you kick, you kick things. Um, and it's wonderful. You play uh, two player and you just go around. You're supposed to be doing cooperative puzzles with each other. You're pressing buttons and putting, putting like moving balls to where they have to be and stuff. But mm. most of the time, you're just booting each other in the head. <laughs> That's very sweet. That I wonder if there is like a, a language of kicking. Like if you go up, you go up to your partner and just like just kick her on the shins, and it should be like, Brendy, what are you doing? And you're like, I'm telling you that I love you. I don't you can't think have a go that, at me. I think it's a very bad message to send to our listeners is that kicking should be a language. You said kicking is that like yeah don't oh, don't yeah, do but what it's, I just it's said. It's a language for the Mister Man people, not for humans. Don't, don't kick the unless loved ones you're your unless life. the the thing the sentence you're trying to say is hello vending machine, give me back my chocolate bar. <laughs> Callback. Hey. Um, yeah, no, don't. I, I was doing a joke. Don't. Don't go and kick people and tell them that it means you love them. Because that's, that's no but, way to live. It's a bad move. Uh, <laughs> what else have we got? Any more? me. I've run out. Yeah. You've run out. I've only got yeah. Bulletstorm. One word Bulletstorm written down. And I honestly haven't played enough of that to remember what the kick is like. Oh, no. I think it's, I think it's strong. Like physically or you know design wise, I think it's strong both. in that it maybe both. I think it's strong in that when you kick people, they go far. Oh, that's um, good. And I, I think that's a very important thing for a kick. Is that's true. Depth of kick. <laughs> Mirror's Edge has a good kick, actually. Um, Do you remember the kick in Mirror's no, Edge? Oh, I don't remember. Quite good. Boots people. I'm like, I'm a fan of. Well, this, I'm a fan of the first Mirror's Edge. I didn't play loads of it, but I remember the kick. You just like when the lads coming up to you, you just like kick them out of the way and keep running. It's good. It's like it doesn't break your flow very much. Okay. It's an elegant kick, yet I still just, powerful. I just hated the lads in Mirror's Edge because yeah, they had guns and I didn't like that. It does seem unfair, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, you've brought jumping to a gunfight. <laughs> you've brought your your shoe to a gunfight. Your lightweight <laughs> runner shoe to a gunfight. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, the word kick, all... is, kick is losing all meaning to me now. Yeah, I said kick if... too much. We've run out of kicks, probably. But the, at the end, we'll ask our listeners what their kicks 
what their base kicks are, they'll tell us. Let's talk about what we playing. Yeah? Yeah. You should tell us about Assassin's Creed Odyssey more generally. Not just yeah, I the should. kick. Um, so I've done... I think I'm maybe a third of the way through. Um, judging purely on length. It's difficult because I'm, I'm balancing like trying to get it done and wanting to do weird side quests because there are like fun weird side quests in it and I don't want to miss out on any potentially good ones. It's weird because there is a lot of like Assassin's Creed style busy work where it's just like go here kill this man. I had to deliver some olives to a man today. <laughs> good this work for woman, a hero of Greece. This woman was like can you take these olives to this man and I was like sure and it was down the road. I just gave him the olives and he was like, thanks. And I was like, this is a waste of time. <laughs> it's because there's a, a mix of, so every town you go into has a message board and um, they will give you like timed kind of bounty quests where it's like, kill these mercenaries or whatever. Um, or go and do this thing because you're a merc. Um, and so the ones that have a little sand timer by them are sort of, ever regenerating and they're kind of extremely busy working but it's just if you want to grind levels I guess but then you have ones that have a bit more story to them as well um but yeah it's I am enjoying it so far it is if if you played Assassin's Creed Oranges it is like that this one has some more RPG elements but it is not a full RPG it's not like The Witcher or anything you can choose to be nice to people or nasty to people. In some instances, you can say, uh, "I no, don't worry, don't don't worry about it. Don't you don't have to pay me for saving your sheep or whatever. I've just done it out of the goodness of my heart." Or you can be like, "Give me everything you own, or I'll uh, kick you." <laughs> yeah, or I'll kick you. Um, there are some mm-hmm. missions where you can choose to let people live or kill them. Uh, you can flirt with people, and the flirting's great because you can you you get a dialogue option that's got a little heart by it, which initiates the flirting, and then the person will be like, "Oh, ho, ho, and then you can choose your follow up flirt, which can either be like just nice or like, "Yeah, we should you know read about Odysseus together." As I was flirting, I'm trying to I'm trying to hook up with this one woman who's who's the descendant of Odysseus. And she was like, uh, and I said like, ah, oh, Odysseus was known for being a great lover, wasn't he? And she was like, oh, I wouldn't know. And uh, and you could choose to be like, we should read the stories together or something. and uh, Or just be like, wow, well, you've got a bed in the back room, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> and just go, just go, just, just cut straight to the point. Blunt, blunt Greek lover. Yeah, just cut through the, the Gordian knot of, uh, of flirting with the sword of your bluntness um <laughs> i feel like i need to be cleverer to get all of your greek references oh it's just because i like greek myths it's just lucky that i just read them when i was a kid i also i don't, I don't know what the gordian knot is for instance oh uh, it's basically i can't remember exactly but it was like there's this big knot and it was probably i think it was like if you untangle it then you can marry someone or something and it might even have been Odysseus just turned up and was like, here you go, and just cut it in half with a sword, and everyone else had been trying to, like, 
do it properly and he was like ha ha and just sliced it in half <laughs> just I can't remember force. exactly I see yeah um but yeah so that's 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 all good that's all nice additions but it doesn't make it not an Assassin's Creed game um but Greece is very nice it's very big intimidatingly big I should say um but it's very fun like Cassandra the mate so I'm playing as Cassandra I haven't played as Alexis um, but Cassandra is great. I think she's voice acted really, really well. Um, she's really fun. She's she's so hench. It's amazing. Like you, when she's got armor on, she could be her brother. Um, it's great. She she just runs around being a badass and killing everyone and kicking wolves to death. Um, so there is the uh, the main quest. Uh, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but it's it's all set hundreds of years before origins even i think so there are no assassins but there is a, a kind of the beginnings of a cult which i maybe the the link that they may end up being the templars i guess um uh there's... weird 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 are you telling me that the assassin's game the assassin's creed game called assassin's creed origins yeah doesn't explain the origins no no oranges did this is odyssey yeah, I know, but you're saying this is before Odyssey? Or before this Origins? Is, sorry, this is set before Origins. So this is the real Origins then? Well, no, I don't know. It's the thing. It might it's, be, well, it's happening before. Well, the or- Origins was the origins of the Assassins. This, I'm saying, might end up being the start of the Sinister Templar cult, but I don't know. Um, <sighs> There is a nice mix of uh historicals that i haven't that the only you know in assassin's creed games that someone will turn up and, and it'll the, it's, it's like a cool history teacher that'll be like guys look it's alexander graham bell guys he look. needs help inventing a telephone like oh look it's machiavelli <laughs> yeah i wonder if what he's up to oh here comes paul revere maybe he needs someone to help him go on a ride at midnight guy like um there haven't been really any of those moments yet although i did there was a really funny bit where you run into herodotus who's the famous historian um and storyteller Mm. and uh he he turned out he he just was this dude wearing a hood that me and my mate were chatting to and um he clocked that i had uh leonidas's spear and i was like how do you know this is leonidas's spear you must be someone special and he just like took his hood off and was like i'm herodotus and but i was just like okay you're di- yeah you just like, <laughs> like he took his hood off like he was in disguise but he was still just <laughs> it's me herodotus <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like, okay, it, you know, it was sort of almost like a superhero. You know, it was almost like I am Iron Man, but like it was just some dude like taking his jumper off. Just some um, scroll writer. So that's the only bit of that. But like, uh, if you liked oranges, I think you'll like this. Um, there's some really nice because it's the ancient Greek thing. There's a really, really lovely kind of interweaving of myth stuff. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure it's going to turn out the gods are real uh at some point or in some form um but just the like all the interweaving of like you turn you go to delphi and you see the oracle and the oracle was just a woman that got high and then spouted rubbish but also you go to like um mythical 
sort of sites like there's a bottomless pool on this dying island that you can find and that's kind of a and you sort of see where the myths came from and stuff um we saw in the preview stuff i think it gets a bit more obviously mythic as you go and a bit you know the first the precursor race stuff maybe starts turning up and all that kind of stuff but the the way that like the gods and like myths and stuff have, have started popping up is is done in a really cool way and it, it like the idea that like the myths were all real but they just happened they were history um is really cool see you... i can get behind one of those things but like not the other like i like that the i like it whenever things go oh here's why we believe in giants actually there was just a really tall powerful muscly person who yeah. was very good at war that's the giant that everyone talks about. Um, but then whenever they do the chariots of the gods stuff, it's like, oh no, well actually the myths are real. Like there are invincible, immortal beings from another dimension. Yeah. Like, I, oh. I, I'm, I'm keeping kind of open my Cause like they're like, um, minor spoilers, but you can, you can be sent on a quest to like kill kind of the beasts of myth. And um, they're all like, yeah, these animals are not of this world. But it, it could be that it's just like, because I've done the boar. And it, it yeah, like, the boar was just like a really big boar. <laughs> just like, it's just really big. It could like heal. And I was a bit like, is that magic? Or, is, you know, but like, it could just be like, you know, some animals are really big and angry. Um, so we'll see. I'm pretty sure they're going to be sort of real in some form. But it might be like, because you know the 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 precursor race were all like had Roman names and stuff and were sort of those, so it might end up tying into that and being a similar sort of origin. But um, like you can kind of ignore all that and just run about Greece having fun and helping people out. And like I said, like there there is there's a lot of busy work, but there are some quests that you can find that are just really funny. Um, so uh, I ran into a kind of uh late middle-aged to early elderly lady i guess uh who was just like i need you to find the ingredients for an aphrodisiac for my husband because he can't keep up with me um and i was like oh well like do you and she was like i have many lovers but he is my soulmate so i want to have sex with him and i was like cool so i went and hunted some bears and deer and stuff and then came back, and her husband was like, "No, I told you, I'm just really tired. I don't, I just, I, I." And she was like, "No, but this will like pep you up." And he was like, "Oh, I'm just, I'm just too tired. Like, can is there not another solution?" And I got the option of being like, "I'll take care of it." <laughs> <laughs> so then there was like a montage of me going into the house with this old lady, and then it was just like, uh, a, a little mini cut scene of like her husband sat outside doing different things for like a day. Um, so there's a bit he was like hanging out with people and then he started like playing the lute and then he had like a little picnic and stuff and then I came out and was like yeah that should keep her busy for like a few days at least and he's like oh thanks and then but then he was like you've more than earned your money and I was like for the hunting right (laughs) you're paying me for the hunting yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh so that was great. I'm hoping there's more stuff like that. Like I saw someone said on social media that Assassin's Creed has 
has a mission where you, you can have it off with someone's dad so that you can then go like, ha, I had it off with your dad, someone else. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm really hoping to find that one. Um, but I like it that he... they seem to be taking it less seriously in these parts. Yeah, it's weird. It's almost not an Assassin's I mean, it is in the term in terms of how it plays and stuff. Like it's very much it plays very much like orange oranges, but um, in terms of the actual content, you don't get the assassin's hood. She's straight up at the start. Someone like one of the first main missions is like you get paid to kill someone, and she goes, "I'm not an assassin. I'm a mercenary." She doesn't have a hidden blade, uh. So you are just you, you at the moment. I am just a mercenary palling around Greece, being like, what's up, everyone? Because um, there's the war stuff as well. Athens and Sparta are having a war, and everyone's just kind of annoyed by it. And you can, because you're a mercenary, you can fight for either side at any point, whenever you like. You can just keep choosing to switch sides to make more money or whatever. Like, you don't even really have to pick a side yet. So it's just like a big jolly. Uh, <laughs> and I quite like that. Oh, it's it, the the yeah. I mean, the combats like like oranges is is more difficult than it has been. You have to dodge around a lot more. Um, the level gating is fine. I think the main missions um level with you. Um, but you can explore as much of Greece as you want because no one will start fighting you unless you're in a combat area, or they're an animal like a bear. Um, so you can just there's no level gating and exploring but there is level gating and like doing forts and stuff um, so that aspect of it is really good you can go to like I said off mic I've just been to the hot gates and I've been like oh 300 brilliant that was a film uh, so like there is a lot that you can do in sort of non-combat ways as well. But when you do get into combat, it's a lot bloodier than the last one, I think. Because, like, even with the assassinations, because you don't have a hidden blade, when you assassinate someone, you just, like, ruin them with a, an old spear shoved through their throat. Oh. Like, like, there's a lot of... There's, it just it seems a lot more bloody. I may be just not remembering oranges, but it it does just seem a lot more brutal in the fight. Do but I'm you, okay with that. Do you meet Socrates at any point? I think you do, yeah. Because uh, I think that was in some of the previous stuff. I haven't yet. So I'm going to whip along some more of the main quests and I think I will be able to. Matt's very excited at the prospect of meeting philosophers, obviously. Yeah, but I don't know if they're all around at the same time or not. Like um, I can't remember. I think if you meet Socrates, will you meet like a young Plato? I think knocking about, pretending maybe. to be the big lad. Well, like in at the end of Shanghai Nights, and it turns out that their sidekick all along was Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> oh yeah, what the hell was that about? I'd love that. Right. Oh, yeah. your your sidekick the whole time has been Pythagoras. That would be amazing. That's how you learn so much about triangles by studying the arc of your foot as it boots someone <laughs> off a cliff. Exactly. Yeah, I wonder if they do that. Would be great. 
Uh, yeah, so far I've only met Herodotus. Um, and we were sort of a bit like, Cassandra's quite sceptical about like, because you've got a boat as well, I should say. You do all the ship combat and stuff as well. Uh, and um, my captain on that is a guy called Barnabas. And uh, we were talking about the Oracle at Delphi and uh, me and Herodotus were basically going like, yeah, but, I mean, it's just a woman and she's pretty high in that. And uh, and then Barnabas was like, no, this, this these wise words are delivered from Apollo himself and stuff. And we were like, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah, from Apollo. But also, like, she's probably been paid off, isn't she? Like, <laughs> so that was fun um, mercenaries are more scary in this as well because before they would just sort of walk about quite slowly and you could avoid them really easily but um, there are a lot more mercs in this game and uh, you can you sort of get a wanted level like in GTA like if you do too much murder um, you will get more mercenaries after you um, and they will they're, they're good at knowing like they they will sort of track where you've been a lot better and a lot quicker um and so you you and some of them are like much higher level than you so i have found myself several times like hiding in a bush waiting for some lad called like theclates the childish or whatever to run past i'm glad Um, that you said that because you made it sound like cassandra is completely unstoppable but I like the idea of this incredibly powerful woman hiding in a bush. From... Yeah, crouching there. <laughs> from someone. <laughs> yeah. So they, I like that system a lot better. And they're, they're, it's a tiered system as well. Um, so you can eventually become the best mercenary in Greece, I think. Um, but you can get your wanted level down by killing whoever it is that's uh, uh, put a bounty out on you and stuff like that. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Oh, how do we solve this problem? Oh, we just kill the person who wants me dead, and yeah, everyone will see that that's that. Don't mess with that person. Yeah, sorted. So yeah, I'm in, I'm enjoying it a lot, and I'm looking forward to going to new areas and seeing all that. I'm gonna it's gonna go to Lesbos. I bet everyone's gone there for etc. Lesbos, the island that everyone thinks it is yeah 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 that's that's where the name that's where the word lesbian comes from it's where sappho lived of course it is yeah stupid brandon not knowing his greek his greek etymology well now now i'm worried that i've made that up and that's not true at all but i'm pretty sure it is commenters let us know um sweet uh, I'm glad you're liking it. Every time I hear about an Assassin's Creed game, I, I, I hear people talking about it and I want to play the version they're talking about because I know when I play the game, yeah, I just get annoyed about the olive deliveries. So. <laughs> that's the thing, yeah. Because um, the problem is you never know. Like, But the, the good thing about this is that you get the chance to, like, if, if a woman says, like, can you deliver these olives? You can now just go no, <laughs> nah, <laughs> and not do it. That is my um, general attitude to any video game. Though, if someone gives me a a dog's body job, I'm like, nah, I don't have time for that. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> uh, but it means that you miss out on some of the side quests that go sideways. Whenever yeah. well, it starts as dog's body work, but actually, 
it's incredibly funny. Mm. They um, they did that in um uh Watch Dogs too. You know, you could do like the Uber jobs and like some of them were really funny and would like go weird places and and you were really pleased you did them but some of them was just like pick some dude up and then drop him off somewhere else and you never knew when you started which it was <laughs> uh what what else have we been playing what else have we been playing we both played life is strange 2 episode one yeah we did and we talked about it already in written form but we could probably skim in another five minutes of chat about the Diaz Diaz bros. Yeah. Who who's your favourite of the bros? Um I don't know, because uh I like that you have to take care of Danny Diaz, the younger brother. Uh for anyone who doesn't know, Life is Strange 2 is about being two brothers on the run from the police for uh certain reasons. And uh just going from time to time, I, I guess it will be. Um, and I like Danny Diaz because it feels like, yeah, yeah, you do have to take care of him and he, he's going to be influenced by what you do. Yeah. Uh, but he also does look like a ventriloquist dummy. So, <laughs> Which you also wrote about, which supporters will have seen. But that, so that really, I don't know, kind of... He, he's like, I wish I could just listen to him and not look at him. <laughs> Like, yeah, because the voice actor is really good on him. I thought he was. Yeah, he should be heard and not seen. <laughs> um, but uh, apart from that, I think it's a. Uh, I, I I do like um, what's the other older brother called Sean? Mm. I also like that they've got like they've clearly got like Irish first names from their mother or something. Yeah. Um, which is weird. Uh, but. Th- Sean's very likable as well. Yeah. They, they're just they're just good boys. They're just good boys in a bad place. Yeah, they they're, they're good boys, and that's why like I was just always concerned about them. So the in Life is Strange too, you you the good boys are on the road, and you play as Sean, and you're looking after your younger brother. Sean's like sixteen, seventeen, I think. Yeah. Um. Uh. And Daniel's nine. And um, you're hiking down through, uh, like, a forest and stuff, and you have to, like, set up a camp, and then you go to a gas station the next day, and you've got, like, an amount of money that will change depending on whether, like, at the start you stole money out of the swear jar in your house or, like, uh, how much money your dad gave you um, and stuff. And then... So it all depends, and then you have to like think about how much you can afford, or like whether you're going to steal any of it and stuff. Right. Um, so, so my, minor spoilers here, but um, whenever I want to ask you, when uh, early on you're going to a party, like the setup is, you're you're getting ready to go to a party at at, uh, at in the evening, and you ask your dad uh, for some money for the party. Yeah. And he either gives you forty dollars or twenty dollars, depending on what you do. Or what, like what you say you're going to spend it on. Mm. But how I, much did you get? I got $40. Because you were honest and you said, I'm going to I'm gonna spend this on alcohol, Dad. Yeah. All right. I did the teenage thing and be like, no, I'm obviously not going to spend it on alcohol, Dad. Come on, give me some money. And he only gave me 20 and said, well, if you're not going to spend it on beer, you won't need 40. I was like, oh, <laughs> cheers, Dad. But then you, you could take the beer out of the fridge, you know. 
I didn't do that though. Oh. I didn't. Maybe I should have gone back and done it. <laughs> but that's what I I spent like sixteen dollars on a sleeping bag because I was like, I you know got to keep Danny warm. Damn Daniel. See, uh, I didn't have I didn't have the money for that by that by yeah. that stage. But then I but then I didn't have enough money for f- for enough food for Daniel. So uh, you had to go hulking through bins. Yeah, but then it was like an apple, and I was like, I don't want to eat like a bit of an eaten apple that's been in a bin. Um, but I didn't make. Dan- there's a family when you turn up at the gas station. There's a family outside, and I didn't force him to beg them for food. So. But he's so young and puppet-like. He'll he'll be be really adorable to them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, um, no, I did. I didn't make him do that either. I did the older brother thing, and you know, took the pride, took the yeah. head to your pride yourself, asking for some food. Make small chat with these, like, uh, what are they? Tur- they're not tourists. They're moving, like a family who's mm. moving, and you make like idle chit chat with them, and then go, oh, by the way, we're homeless. Can we have some food? <laughs> it's it's difficult to talk about because I, I think a lot of it is like just a really good kind of road movie. Um, but it's difficult to talk about the bits that annoyed me without spoiling it. Um, and we did the chat we had on the site is a spoiler chat, but there are definitely some bits where it feels like maybe you're, because you could shoplift in in the shop as well, and I mm. didn't. But then stuff that happens later made me feel like it didn't matter what I'd done there. Yeah. Um. Apart I from, I guess it'll teach Daniel that it's okay to steal, but. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a lot of stuff going on, like a lot of little things adding together. Like um, Daniel did think by the end of our time, my time with him, he did think it was okay for, to steal, but not based on shoplifting at all, just based on some other things that happen. Um, mm. So a lot of it feels, yeah, like uh, some of the some of the reactions or things some of the ways that he acts later on feel hard to avoid unless you're very particular and careful um mm. and i think that's probably just a kind of flaw of this kind of game isn't it like you the choices like they want to tell a story and they're going to force a story on you at some point and because you make choices in some parts you feel like oh well why couldn't i choose to do this hugely important thing and the answer mm. is always just because the storytellers want to force you into this place yeah. Um, like so, you're always kind of at the mercy of the the story. Yeah, because I I didn't do any stealing in it at all, but you did like one instance of stealing, which I think in context <laughs> is a is is a more nuanced message I than it's okay. Didn't to steal. steal like the stealing that I did is the moral equivalent of getting your chocolate bar back from that vendor. Yeah. Like, it's not, you know. I mean, there was also kicking involved in both cases. So, yeah. I'll tell you who it's has true. a weak, who has a weak kick. Sean <laughs> Diaz has a weak kick. Because <laughs> it's sort of like, um, like in something like Dishonored, if you play like fifty, the first fifty-one percent of a Dishonored game, uh, non-lethally, but then like. 49% of it you kill everyone you see you'll still get the nice ending <laughs> because you were because you were 51% okay 
<laughs> but that's not how it works in real life, I guess. <laughs> Whereas uh, you did like you did like like seventy five percent no stealing, and then like twenty five percent stealing. But I think in a morally justifiable context. <laughs> but that's still still teaching a nine year old boy that it's okay to steal. Yeah. I still understood though that that was the thing that made Daniel think in a different way though like yeah. I still understood that it wasn't it didn't feel inconsistent it didn't feel like the story I, I don't know it, it wasn't jarring or anything yeah, like, yeah. the fact that he's st- that he's st- he you know reacts to that yeah um, so I feel like they've gotten there we've gotten like the basics time the dialogue is still mm. a bit weird sometimes uh, it always is in, in I, that kind the, of the other thing is, yeah, Noah did a, a let's play of it as well, or the first, um, I think maybe the first R or something of it, and uh, she pointed out the same thing that you did, that like a lot of it feels like it's been written by a British person who grew up, uh, who like had their coming of age in 2005. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because Sean Diaz, he listens to the streets. Uh, one of the, the Diaz brothers' favourite songs is by Block Party. Um. Yeah, and they, they watch Top Gear as well. They watch Top Gear. He says the word "wicked" to mean like, "Oh, that's really cool." Yeah, and just a lot of it just feels like, is that? Does it? If this doesn't feel like, do they say that in Oregon or wherever it is in Washington, wherever they they I, are? Because I I thought that like East Coast around Boston and stuff. Wicked could mean like very, like you said, like oh, it's wicked dark, like. Yeah, so I yeah. don't know, but it's yeah. funny because it's not. It was the streets, and not even like more recent streets. It was like, like, two thousand and four, two thousand and five streets. It? Single, I thought yeah. it, I thought it might have been new streets because I didn't recognize it. But if it's old streets, then that's even worse. <laughs> Maybe it's Fairly just a matter sure it was of old what streets. See, it might just be a matter of what songs that they could uh, get, but also what songs are maybe yeah. thematically appropriate or whatever, like like tie into what is happening mm. to these characters. I tell um, you what I did like, actually, is that he sang along when it was on. Yeah, that was a really nice Scotty. touch. Yeah, he sang just, along to it. It's just on in his bedroom. You put it on on your iPod and then... Um, He's just he. If you walk around and do nothing, he just kind of sings like idly. It's really it was a nice touch. Now that you mention it, yeah. Mm. Um, I liked that you could while you were talking to the girl on the laptop, you could do other things like turn on your lava lamp or draw a little picture mm. of her while you were talking. Yeah, there are a lot Stuff of like there's that. a lot of nice detail work in it. Yeah. Which I not always in, appreciate. Not in the face of Danny Diaz, though. Mm. She's detailless. She's a detailless <laughs> plastic face. <laughs> there, it's it just, so eerie. I, I think my main issue with it is like for the 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 majority of it is quite a slow, <laughs> kind of nice like like slow burn, like two brothers hanging out and getting to know each other kind of thing, and then. A lot happens in like the the like latter kind of third 
and then a, a, a real lot in like the last five minutes. Yeah, there's a whole lot of a whole lot of everything happens at very like abruptly. Hmm. Uh, uh, I am but, interested in the next one for sure. Yeah, yeah, because I did enjoy this one. Um, cool. So there you are. Life is strange too. Shall we see what our readers have think about kicks? Yes. Oh my word! What is this? Someone here called Yandex has just replied to our question. We asked, uh, what game has the most satisfying kick? And someone here called Yandex on Twitter has replied to our question with a picture of a giant kind of ghostly high heel with a spike instead of a heel stabbing someone. That's Bayonetta. Bayonetta? I was thinking it's Bayonetta. That must be Bayonetta, because she has her magic, like, hair dimension witchiness. It also looks a bit JRPG, though, as if they're taking a turns to hit each other. I don't know. Bayonetta. We'll go with Bayonetta. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're correct. A lot of people mentioning Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. Uh, and Pollard says FIFA, lol. Straight a lot of kicking in, in FIFA and Pez. Matt Elm says, Sleeping Dogs has a lot of nice boots. <laughs> it's that uh, Hong Kong fighting, open world fighting game. Uh, <laughs> Joe Robinson says, Bulletstorm's kicking mechanic was oddly satisfying. More so if your enemy ended up being impaled on spikes. Uh, Steve Mitchell has mentioned, he said, Yakuza's pretty brutal all around, but I do love the toilet scene kick out of the window. <gasps> They've also linked to a video of this, which I am going to watch right now. Uh, yeah, so this is Kiryu grabbing someone by the head and putting his head in the urinal. He smashes his head off the urinal again. Throws him towards the window. Now he's standing. Oh no! It's a big drop kick. <laughs> teeth, teeth come out. Kiryu almost goes out of the window himself. But drags himself oh, back Oh, like... It's a... Two, like, two feet to the face, almost. It's an absolutely wonderful kick. Steve Mitchell, well done. Thank you for bringing the kick to our attention. Yakuza, not just one good kick, at least two very good kicks. <laughs> uh, Zenyatta from Overwatch delivers a rather satisfying sandal-clad robo-kick, says Neil Wilkins. I've seen people saying this as well, and I think Zenyatta's kick is underwhelming. It's just his, it's just his kind of melee attack. It's just kind of it's kind of a little slap with a foot. It doesn't it doesn't have any power behind it. It's not in the same league as Cassandra's kick by the sound of things. I mean I do I mean, love Cassandra's kick. Tattoo Lee Nunan says Battletoads. Does Battletoads have a good kick? I don't know. I don't know. This is this is Funny, but Sasha Sasha Bogdan on Facebook said racing games, I guess. Uh, and then someone, uh, Keith, has replied saying, I think they mean kick as in boot to face kind of kick. So I, I do really enjoy that Sasha interpreted it as, you know, m- metaphorical, like... What do you get a kick out of? Yeah. Well, we'll do that. We'll do that next week. <laughs> what do you get a kick out of? We'll just get loads of people saying... 
So I already told you, Dead Island has a good kick. <laughs> exactly, that's why it'd be funny. Um, Christopher Drum says what you said earlier, Chun Li. Yeah. But also says a lot of the other characters have iconic kicks, like Guile, Ken, Ryu, 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 That's how he pronounces his name. Yes. David McBride says the new Doom does well. Mm. I've said that as a question because that's how he's written it. The new Doom does well? Does well? Some people saying Dying Light. Yep. Zelaya says, I really like Bayonetta's kicks because she uses her heel-mounted shotgun to shoot you in the face at the same time. Oh yeah, she does have guns on her feet. That makes for a good kick. Alright, let's wrap this up. Let's end this kick cast. Uh, thank you very much for your responses. They gave us a kick. Uh, sorry. Um, unless you have anything more to add, Alice. No, thank you, but I've enjoyed my time talking about kicks very much. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to email us with future themes or topics for the podcast, um, they can be other things, not just kicks, like we were going to do one on barrels at some point. Um, we've done we've done rats previously. They can be strange things. Don't worry about being too obvious. Uh, send them to podcast at rockpapershotgun.com uh, you can find us on twitter and facebook at rockpapershot and on youtube at rockpapershot and you can find me on twitter at brendyc and alice isn't on twitter because she not... hates you all i do it's true grand okay cool uh, <laughs> that's that's it from us uh, we'll see you next week bye 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 everyone lad off cliffs and that kick a lad into the sea kick a lad if you're on a boat kick lads kick lads 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 lads